Uh, welcome to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We are going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can get you into the best shape of your life. Intermittent fasting will help you turn back the hands of time, regenerate cells, have more energy with less food cravings. And the weight loss? Well, that will take care of itself as we inspire you to keep your nutrition real. So head over to our website and take us up on our seven-day Keeping It Real Health Challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Now let's get into this week's show. Ah, welcome to this week's show. You could be listening to anything in the world right now, but you chose to press play on this podcast. And for that, I am thankful. I am going to get, we got so much to cover today. So much to cover for this week. That's going to give you motivation moving forward. Um, so excited. We got a special guest that we're going to bring on the show later today. Okay. In this week's discussion, we will talk about inter implementing a run walk run strategy that's right for you last week i teased um in the podcast i teased that i was going to go over my discussion that i had with the jeff galloway and i forgot to pay it off in that episode and rightfully so because we had a lot of gems in last week's episode if you missed it go back and listen to it it was talking about putting the pieces of the puzzle together Okay, when you buy a puzzle, a beautiful picture, you see the picture on the box, you want to put those pieces of the puzzle together. And, you know, that's how we can actually view our goals, our life as a beautiful uh, picture that we want to put together. And we have the power to take those pieces and put them in the right place. And and sometimes we may have the pieces in the wrong place and it may take some time in our lives. But go back and listen to last week's episode. I think that you will get a lot out of it, of that analogy of putting all the pieces of the puzzle together, okay? And I would love to be that person that helps you put those pieces of the puzzle together, okay? Um, so we're also going to share this week, all right? We're going to share this week some weight loss stories of individuals that took us up on our seven-day health challenge, okay? We had 13 finishers, Right? And they lost 50 pounds between the 13 of them. So that's an average of almost four pounds per person, right? Can't wait to share the stories with you guys. Um, but like I said, we got a lot to get into. So let me go ahead and get started. But first, actually, let me introduce myself for those that's listening to the for the first time. My name is Tadrice Parker. I'm a health and running coach. I have a passion for helping families get healthier one step at a time. I love teaching people simple eating and workout strategies that can that anyone can do, even if they are busy or if they experience an injury in the past like I have, whatever. Okay, I have a passion because I know that when people eat, what people eat can affect their mood. It causes depression. And if we don't use it, we lose it when it comes to our muscles and our physical bodies. Okay, so I've had. People in my family who has had gastric bypass surgeries, and I saw how they would regain confidence as they lost the weight. I show people how to regain confidence without having these surgeries. Sometimes people have these surgeries, and then if they didn't change their mindset, unfortunately, we see people expand that, um, that sleeve, as it were, and actually put the weight back on, right? And so... How can I do this? How can I show you how to gain, regain confidence without having surgery? Well, because I did it myself. I actually lost 50 pounds. It's still hard for me to wrap my mind around that. I didn't, you know, sometimes I think that massive amount of weight loss is for somebody else. I never saw myself as a 50 pound, a person that ever needed to lose 50 pounds. But at my highest weight, I was 217 pounds and ruptured my patella tendon. Okay. And so now implementing these strategies for myself, I have been able to teach other people how to get these same results. So I would love to connect with you. Uh, 
check out in the show notes and take us up on the the seven day challenge and I can help jumpstart your health results. Okay, so with a lot to get into, let's go ahead and get started. I wanted to share with you guys my journey towards my sub two hour half marathon. So I coach running, right? I coach beginners. I help people online to stay accountable to their goals. I don't claim to be a world class. uh, I'm not a a past gold medal Olympian or anything like that. Okay. Um, I'm just a, (laughs) I'm just a weekend warrior if you want to put it out there. You know what I mean? But uh, in 2013, I started working with a nutrition company and they said, wrap the business around things you enjoy doing. We run half marathons and we bring people with us. At that particular time, I said, I can't run a half marathon, but I can teach people how to do this Couch to 5K program that I tried for myself. And I loved it. I ran less days and it turned out running faster, running less days. So I started teaching people what I did to get myself from a 32 minute 5k participant my whole goal in my uh, late 20s and early 30s was to get under 30 minutes I kept struggling with that I kept struggling with it and I tried this program out that I was teaching people that I teach people now Um, and my first race back after major knee surgery and dropping from 217 pounds down to 185 during this program I got uh I got a time of 26 minutes and 12, 21 seconds. And I was like, it, when I remember that practice that I did uh, 29 minutes, I'm like, wow, if I, if I could do 29 minutes, you know, I, I probably got like 29, 30 or something like that in practice. And I said, man, if I could do 29, 30 in practice, I can't imagine what race day is going to be like because of the adrenaline and everything like that. And I turned around and actually did 26, 21. And that was at a time when I wasn't focused on my time as much as I may, you know, do now, which is another thing, another takeaway that we can, uh, you know, take away from for ourselves. Sometimes when we're overly focused on what our time finish is going to be, it, it can make us worse, right? It, it We may not get our personal best when we are so tied to our devices and, and checking it. Because if you check it in mile one and you see that, you know, you're going slower than you think you should, now you want to start picking up the pace. And when you start picking up the pace, that's going to hurt you in the later part of that run. So just to give you that, that little backdrop, you know, I, uh, as, as I'm telling you, you know, for some people, they may think, you know, well, coach, you know, he, he should be doing sub two hour uh, half marathons anyway. You know, I'm just giving you the backstory. So um, I started out as a person that said I would never do I, I can never do a half marathon. But guess what, guys? You know, being focused three days a week consistently, sometimes four, not overdoing it. I have been able to uh, complete compete in 12 half marathons so far. So. I'm excited. I'm excited to share that with you guys because if I can do it, you can do it, right? I've never done a full marathon. I got uh, responsibilities that I really don't want to step outside and, and, and take the time to train, uh, the different hours that it may take to train for a full marathon. But it's not to say that I'm never going to do one. In fact, I would like to do the Disney 2021 um full marathon. Why? Because I want the Mickey Mouse medal. That's the only reason why I want to do it. I'm scared to do it because I might get bit by the marathon bug. It might have me traveling to Boston and Chicago. And I'm not sure if I have that room in my life for that particular thing. And the reason why I'm going to be able to do the 2021 half marathon, I mean, full marathon is because of the new implementation of the run, walk, run. And I'm going to explain that in a couple of minutes here. So, I would love to be able to tell you my journey towards this uh, sub two hour half marathon. But this week, due to me injuring my knee playing basketball, um, I've been feeling some discomfort when I try to run. So I don't have any new things to report to you besides the fact this of this week, besides the fact that I'm trying to take it easy, that I'm trying to uh, give this knee some rest ice, recovery, compression, you know, and uh, we got to be smart. You know, I have a race, a half marathon coming up September 29th and I'm excited for it. And I'm a little, I'm a little bummed out because I want to be training to the best of my ability right now, but this can be a silver lining. 
maybe if I did not injure myself and allow myself this rest recovery time, perhaps maybe I will be training overtraining because not only do I have to train for my myself, right? I go out and I train our members to participate in their first 5K. So sometimes around this time of year, I have the propensity to overtrain. And then I may show up on race day a little bit uh, fatigued from overtraining. Okay. So let's talk about, let's transition to talking about the run, walk, run scenario. Okay. Some of you guys may have heard of it. Uh, I know Jeff Galloway is a champion of it. I am not 100% sure if he's the creator of it or not, but I was introduced to this system back in 2015 when I ran in Atlantic City, New Jersey half marathon, okay? So I ran that half marathon, feeling good. I I met Jeff Galloway. He, He says at the expo, he says, individuals that practice this can take significant amount of time off of their half marathon or marathon period. So I was intrigued. I asked a lot of questions. I, uh, I asked a lot of questions. I actually bought the book that he was selling at the expo. And then I implemented the run, walk, run that particular weekend. And what was funny was I asked them a question. I said, hey, you know, we have the marathon coming up on Saturday. I mean, on Sunday. You're teaching us this on Friday. Is this something that I can implement that soon? And he actually said, have you ever walked before? He says, if you ever walked before, then you can do it this Sunday. And it was funny because everybody chuckled, right? I'm back. Little uh, mishap with my headset here. Um, Everyone chuckled. And sure enough, I do it that Sunday and I took seven minutes off of my half marathon time. And when I got the book and I started reading it on Tuesday, what did it say? You take seven minutes off of most people have taken seven minutes off of their time. It was amazing. It was mind blowing. So how do you implement a run, walk, run strategy? Okay. I told him in the crowd that particular day, I said, listen, I run a nine minute mile. What would my run, walk, run strategy be? So for you listeners out there that is in that nine minute mile range, that was the question that I asked. And he said, without hesitation, well, you would run two minutes on with a 30 second walk break. And I was like, cool. I was listening to him continue to talk and I raised my hand and I said, well, sir, remember I said that I run a nine minute mile? Well, my previous half marathons, I run a nine minute mile for the first uh, 10 miles or so. And then in miles 11 through 13, I'm like more like 12 minutes. I'm dying. It hurts. Okay, have you ever had that happen to you guys, you runners out there? start to fade out in those later uh, miles? Well, here's what he said. He said, that's why this is perfect for you. This is why it's perfect for you because you will not have that fatigue later on. Okay, so sometimes we have a, um, we have this time goal in mind and we go out so fast, you know, and next thing you know, we burn ourselves out. We're not, we're not ready to run the whole 13 or 26 miles at this fast pace that the the adrenaline of the race and and you just have this, I want to get under two hours or whatever it is, um, and you just take off, right? And then you find your your body is fatigued in those later miles. Well, doing the run, walk, run helps you to alleviate the fatigue. It helps your, your muscles regroup, recover. It helps your breathing, okay? And so on the chart... There's something for everybody. In fact, when I first met, started doing this in 2015, um, I use it for my 5Ks too, even, even the shorter distance. And I started to work on my mile time, okay? So there's a test that you would take. You would go see how fast you can do uh, or what your time is 
for the one mile. So you go out and you warm up. You can walk, you can run, walk, you can do, do a, go to the track and on the inside lane of the track, stay on the inside lane, four laps around is one mile. You go to the outside, everything like that, it, it, it'll throw you off. So if you can stay to the inside lane of the track, do four times as a warm up. You know, okay, that's not a test. You're not, you're not, you're not timing that particular one. Then you can, uh, set a little interval timer for 30 seconds on 30 seconds off and you would do what he calls the uh accelerate the uh, cadence drills the cadence drill you would run for uh, 30 seconds count how many times your right foot touched the ground and let's say in 30 seconds you got 45 steps then you walk for 30 seconds and then the interval timer will go off you will run as fast as you can keeping your 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 strides real short so that you can get as many foot taps as possible now your next set you might have got 47 you improved right and you do that for four times and then there's another drill that he recommends you do and that is the acceleration drill i set my interval timer for 15 seconds and i'll walk for 15 seconds jog for 15 seconds and then pick up the pace okay you do that four times and most people that I help do this, they say, I am tired. Like, I am too tired to run my mile now, right? But, but you're, you're thoroughly warmed up at this point, okay? Stretch it out. Take two minutes, three minutes, whatever you need. Stretch it out. You know, now that you're warmed up, do some active stretches. Don't do static stretches where you're holding a position for 30 seconds or anything like that. Do some lunges, some shoulder rolls. You know, move your neck side to side. Get everything loose and put your mind in that place where I'm about to take my one-mile test. Now, boom. You set your Nike app, whatever you're using, and you, you, set, you set that um, for one mile. You do four laps around. You can implement the run, walk, run, or you can just go, okay? Um, I, since I practice the run, walk, run um, at my races and stuff like that, for me personally, I also enjoy running the full mile, okay? I run the full mile without stopping to challenge myself. I know if I can run one full mile nonstop, I know I can easily do a two minute on 30 seconds off. I know during my uh, 5Ks, you know, I started out, guys, as a nine minute per mile type of person. And over the summer here in 2019, I actually touched seven minutes and 11 seconds at the age of 45 years old. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that when I was you know, 29, I couldn't do a seven minute mile when I was in my 20s, okay, my 30s, okay, so implementing the run, walk, run during my practices, during these races, it shows the consistency, and I have been improving, right, so, um, so let me, let me give you a little breakdown, right, so you do, you do your, your one mile run that we're talking about, and you find out, okay, I did my one mile run, and I turned in a time of nine minutes and 30 seconds, right? Then if you did that, then that will put you on a chart for a 10 minute per mile person. Whatever your time is for that mile, you add 30 seconds to it. Why? Because over the course of three miles, which is the 5K, or the course of uh, you know a 10K, you're going to be slower than what you did in that one mile. So that's how we that's how they place you on your particular chart right so at the time when i said i was a nine minute per mile person maybe uh i was barely getting getting um you know 858 or something like that nine minutes you know and i probably should have been at a 930 but i just planted myself at the nine minutes okay but now when i help people to do this i say listen you got to earn being at a nine minute per mile which means you're what what Jeff calls the magic mile, you have to be at 8.30. You have to take your test and be at 8.30 to qualify for the, two, the nine minutes on. And it all works out. It all works out. Scientifically, they back when they started doing this back in the 70s or so, they used to take a one-minute walk break, and that would take people's time down too far. It would have them it would make it hard for them to start running again so what they've done is scientifically figured out that 30 seconds was the right run walk run ratio for people so again for me when i first started i was at two minutes on with a 30 second walk break 
They also do something like you can do 80 seconds with a 20 second walk break, okay? As I started getting faster for my 5Ks, I moved up to where I'm doing 830 per mile, which means on my 5Ks, I would do three minutes on with a 30 second walk break, or you could do two minutes on with a 20 second walk break. Currently, I am doing a, um, currently I am doing for 5Ks at an eight minute per mile pace. So I'm doing four minutes on with a 30 second walk break. Now, one of my magic mile times was seven minutes and 11 seconds, but I'm not going to move myself up to a 7.30 yet until I actually touch seven minutes or less in my magic mile test. Then for my 5Ks, I will feel confident doing five minutes on with a 30 second walk break. So guys, people that are fast, that could do seven minutes per mile, they would do six minutes on with a 30 second walk break and they will still crush the competition. It's amazing how, it's amazing how uh, for, from 2015 until you know recently in 2018 when I really started teaching this to uh, the clients that I work with in our local group, uh, many of the people didn't, didn't know that I, I took any walk breaks. <laughs> right. And so, guys, just like I was talking about from the faster person that's doing the seven minutes on this works for them, too. Right. It, it helps reduce injury and it's just a smart way to go. And now many people that we've been helping have not only gained the confidence to do 5Ks, now they're training for their first half marathons. They would have never done this if they were forced to run the whole thing nonstop. Let me take you to the uh, other end of the spectrum where a person may be doing 12 minutes per mile, right? So it's okay. 60 seconds on, 30 second walk break. Or how about a um, 40 second run with a 20 second walk break? How about a person that's doing uh, 1430 per mile, right? They would do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. And let me tell you about 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. So um, in pursuit of my sub half marathon two hours sub half uh, in pursuit of my sub two hour half marathon i'm following a schedule that has me do uh, 50 uh, half mile repeats okay so these half mile repeats is the goal so you would i would do instead of going out for a 14 mile run on a particular weekend i would do uh 11 10 to 12 half mile repeats how many times is that around the track that's two times on that inside lane okay two times around that inside lane so what i was doing was i was running those non-stop the very first time i did that i was doing it non-stop and uh i kind of died out after nine of them and then i did two with the run walk run because i had to you know i felt like i wanted to do it you know non-stop so I reached out to Jeff and I asked him, you know, was that what should I do? Is that a right way of doing it? And he said to play around with the uh, intervals, the, the half mile repeats by doing the run, walk, run. And I'm like, how come I didn't think of that? Like, I, I felt like I had to run the half mile repeats nonstop. Why don't I just in implement the run, walk, run as I'm doing it? So he said, play around with different times so that you know what's the best strategy for you on race day. So he said, do two minutes on, 30 seconds off, do a do a, a interval at 90 seconds, 30 seconds off, do a, do a half mile interval with a uh, 90 seconds, 25 second walk, then do another one at uh, 90 seconds with a 20 second walk break and see which one is comfortable for you. So I, I did about six of those one day and then I reached back out to him again and I, and I said, uh, what do you think of my time splits and everything like that? And he says, kind of hard to tell. You just have to keep, keep working on it or, or whatever. So I was inspired to run 16 miles because one of our online participants, She's training for the Chicago Half Marathon. I mean, the Chicago Marathon, excuse me. Shout outs to you, Danielle. Um, she's training hard. She ran 16 miles. She ran 18 miles last weekend. So I was like, I never did 16 miles before. And I'm going to go ahead and do 16 miles. So I reached out to Mr. Galloway. 
and I showed him my time splits and I told him I was I was working with uh, two minutes on 30 seconds off for these three miles another three miles I did you know 90 30 and then his response kind of shocked me he said you want to go super conservative on your long distance days 30 seconds on 30 seconds off and I'm like Jeff come on are you serious I can't do 30 seconds 30 seconds right I didn't say all that but I just was like that's that's amazing to me and so I responded and I said listen I'm trying to get a sub two hour half marathon and going super conservative like that has anyone ever done a sub two hour half marathon at 90 30 he says not only have people done a sub half marathon at 90 30 but they've also done a two a sub two hour half marathon at 30 30 60 30 and i'm like that blows my mind it shocks me that i'm running the whole time and can't do a sub two hour half marathon i'm doing two minutes on with a 30 second walk break and can't do a sub two sub two hour half marathon and yet there are people out there that has implemented the run walk run all the way down to 30 30 and still beat a sub two hour half marathon that's amazing that's amazing so i'm just putting that out there to you that you can absolutely do anything that you put your mind to as long as you have the right strategy and uh i tell you what there's people at the races now that i do that do my run walk run strategy whether it's two minutes and uh two minutes on with a 30 second walk break or if i do 90 30 i hear people behind me say i can't believe he's still doing this he's taking all these walk breaks you know some people don't have any idea what the strategy is and now because it's catching on so much that there's people saying, oh, you're doing the run, walk, run, huh? You're looking good. You know, when people used to tell me I'm looking good before, I used to be dying inside like, ah, ah, thanks, thanks. I'm, I'm trying to make it. You know what I mean? So, guys, let's take a break. I hope you were able to get much out of that segment and understanding. And I would love to help you with this. Reach out to me. Uh, we have our website, but go to coachtadris at gmail.com if you have any questions. If you want to email me, connect with me on Facebook, T-A-D-R-I-S. Friend me. Let's have some talks. I would appreciate I would appreciate learning any takeaways that you have gotten from the show. And if you have any questions, I would love to answer them on future podcasts. Right now, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to go into the week that was, and we have a special guest to help us with that. Be right back. Hey, welcome back. So you guys hear me talk about the seven day health challenge. This is the week that was okay. And so you hear me talk about that seven day health challenge from time to time on these podcasts, right? It is granted. It is called the running intermittent fasting and weight loss podcast. And so Uh we encourage people to to take up intermittent fasting, give your body time to to rest and recover, digest your food, create new cells, less brain fog, all the above, right? But we want you to break your fast with healthy choices, with with good food choices, right? Um, and so we do a seven day health challenge that I host on Facebook, where we eliminate processed foods for seven days, and um, you start feeling pretty good, and then we, we suggest that you actually extend that out for 30 days to see how you really will feel by getting rid of the processed foods, the sugars, the grains, the soy, the alcohol, the legumes, and dairy, right? Now, some of our participants, they can do it 100%. They give up all those things 100%. But there are some individuals that they may not be able to give up one or two of those things, so they do it like 80%, 50%. It's all good, okay? Um but to get the most benefit, you want to try to give it all up, right? And so the challenge ended last Tuesday. And out of 13 people that completed the challenge, out of those, between those 13 individuals, they lost 50 pounds. Yo, is that fantastic or what? And that's an average of about four pounds per person. All right. So on to help us with, um, on to help us with the week that was and actually we have the winner of last week's challenge. She won movie tickets. That was our prize for getting healthy. I mean, who knew 
getting healthy can actually earn you some great things. And that's a part, that's what our, our challenge is. This is our first ever client interview. All right. So for our listeners out there, we go back in the past, you, you, you will hear some interviews that I've done with uh, an experienced runner, um, a person that helps with uh, a health coach that, that helps with your mindset. And um, we also, we were inspired by Brian McDowell's uh, interview. Uh, his, his wife is a client of ours, but I was impressed with what he does. And, but this is our very first interview with someone that has been part of our Keep Common Run to the Best uh-huh, program uh-huh. for a while now. But now she's taken her health even to the next level by means of fine-tuning what she eats. So we have Jen Burke. How are you, Jen? Good. How are you doing? I am doing great. Um, make sure you're speaking into the microphone because I could not hear you. You there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. So um, why don't you take us through um, your experience? Like, first of all, what is it that you do? What, what's your profession? Uh, uh, during the day, I'm a recreation director for a community association. And then um, outside of that, I'm an art teacher. Art teacher. Give me one second, Jen. Okay, I can hear you better now. Okay, good. All right, here you go. Here you go. I apologize, guys. So you're art teacher. All right. Um, now take us back. So it sounds like you're, you're, you're busy. So do you have children? Yep. Two boys, Riley and Reed. Yes. Yes. Those are my boys, man. My yeah. scooter pal. He comes out to you. He comes out with you on a run. Yeah. I asked you that question. Of course, I know the answer, but I wanted the audience to hear, you know, you are mother. You got mm-hmm. two different professions that you do that you are passionate about that art. You know what I'm saying? And um, you have your daytime job to help support the family. And so at times, where have that put your, your own health, health at? Like what part of the burner were, were you on? Um, I was exhausted. Um, I was not putting myself first for a very long time. And I was using all those things as excuses to stay home or to eat bad things because they were easy to get or Mm. cheaper to get. Um, So uh, I've had to make some changes in the last few months to just prioritize better um, and, and make it a little bit easier for me to say, you know, I'm not going to use those excuses anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to stay strict with things and, and put myself first. So making it to practice and, and getting the workouts in and then also changing the eating, which that component came into play this past week and it works out great and I'm continuing to stick with it. How much did you lose in this past week? Five pounds. Yes, five pounds, guys. I'm telling you, this is the real deal. And I started this run club back in 2013 and um, – a person that takes up running for the first time, they're going to lose weight at first because they're burning calories. Their body is doing something that they're not used to doing. But after a while, you start to plateau. You start to not lose any weight. And what's going to help you lose weight once you pick up running and you've been doing it for two, three months, right? What's going to help you to, to lose additional weight is that you have to run longer, which is putting more pressure on your body. And you don't want to have to. You want to work smarter, not harder, right? But nothing will replace eating better. And so how am I going to have a success, a successful run group if my clients isn't taking that portion of the, um, the, the, the admonition to eat better? How are they going to continue to run? They're going to experience more injuries. They're going to, their knees going to be aching on there. You know what I mean? There's always going to be a reason why they may have to drop out from running. Running is a great exercise. Walking is a great exercise. And so I wanted to, I wanted to find a way to keep our participants at prime health okay and so jen congratulations on losing five pounds what was your thank you what was your weight what was your wake-up call as it were what you know again um um, well it's kind of superficial but i really wanted to beat my sister (laughs) 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 and like you know i wanted to get serious um but that kind of helped me be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna really get serious now and i'm gonna 
I'm going to win it and beat her. But, you know, now, I'm, now I'm, I'm happy for talk. the experience. And I'm glad that I'm glad that I liked doing the intermittent fasting because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to stick to it or if I was going to like feel like I wasn't eating enough. And, you know, it worked out great and I feel more energy and mm. uh, and I want to stick with it because I feel better. So amazing. And I, we first got together, you and I, when I was working for a nutritional company and I, I don't, you know, mention the nutrition company on the podcast or whatever. And, um, we used to, used to take an energizing tea and, uh, you know, meal replacement shakes and stuff like that. But what I'm appreciating about this is that, you know, uh, it's something simple. You're not spending massive amount of money to keep up on it. Intermittent fasting is something that we all could do. All we got to do is stop doing something, right? And that, and we have this idea in our brain, like if I, you know, not not just that we have this idea in our brain, we are taught that you have to wake up in the morning and have a healthy breakfast. And the people mm-hmm. that want you to believe that is the breakfast industry, those that are selling these products and stuff like that. Um, but actually giving our bodies time to rest, you know, our digestive system, it creates, l- listen to you, you have more energy now. Right. Yeah. Right. You Especially and I, you with, and the, I. with the cold brew. <laughs> so you guys, you, you don't break your fast by having coffee. So we've been we've been having some cold brew. Uh, we have a listener, Tina. She uh, Tina Ellis, and uh, she, she couldn't imagine having coffee without cream and sugar and gin. Who's on right now? You know, you couldn't imagine having coffee without I cream could, and sugar. It took me it took me a while to get rid of the sugar, and I I I couldn't get rid of the cream. Um, so now I'm used to the cold brew and I never thought I would be. So that's, that's huge for me. So that's, yeah. that's great. We have, we have, uh, you know, we, we have Tina who's making cold brew at home now. Uh, she's, she's adopted the intermittent fasting lifestyle as well. And she said it, it becomes second nature for her now, you know? Um, and so, you know, to hear you talk about these things are, are also going to give those individuals like Tina the admonition to continue on doing what she's doing, okay? Um, yeah. and, and to talk about your sister, she's just been dominating the uh, seven-day challenges over the course mm-hmm. of since we've been doing them, and she's won like three this summer, and people are like hating on her. Just one, She's <laughs> a big-time listener of the show. She, she, yeah. she posts on Instagram every Monday. Like, she looks forward to the show, and we, we can't be more proud of uh your sister jamie yeah, absolutely. She, she stays on point you know so that's that's inspirational because uh i have not been strict with anything <laughs> in my <laughs> life so so she's she she's on top of me so that that's good it's good to have an accountability partner you know i am a i am a accountability coach and so our individuals check in with me once a week, some, some of them more, okay? You, can, you guys can join the seven-day challenge that we're talking about for free. You'll be put into our accountability group for seven days at no charge. Um, at the end of the seven days, you can make a choice to subscribe to the accountability group. What has this accountability, but it's also good to have your family, like, like uh, Jen has her sister, Jamie, alongside with myself as well as the whole online community what has that done for you jen to have me as a personal coach that checks in Um, with you once a week yeah and you you've been there with me for i don't know almost four years something like that and uh you would check in on me even when you knew i wasn't doing the right thing (laughs) and that (laughs) you know and that that meant you cared, you know, you cared. You didn't yeah. care that I was not cooperating. You, you were just still pu- still there pushing me. And that that means a lot to me, and I appreciate that. Um, and then as far as the group as a whole, it's like a support system. And I feel like I've made friends now that, um, you know, we, we can talk about anything. It, it doesn't even have to just be about running. Um, and it's a good time on the chats and stuff or, or your live videos, you know, it's just, it's a great experience. And how about those that can't be with us at the local group? Would you recommend this for online participants too? Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause even on the chat, um, was it, is it Erica? Where is she from? We have Erin. She's from New York. Erin. Yes. Erin. I mean, it's like, we're, 
we're goofing around back and forth about emojis and it's like you know it's it's just silliness but you know i don't i don't know her personally and she's far away from where we are and she's right there as a team member so it's it's yeah. great and cur- and currently we have uh, our newest one uh, danielle from minnesota who's, yeah. who's actually using our group to train for a marathon she's gonna be doing the chicago marathon october 13th i mean isn't that crazy yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, how, how does your family enjoy the new you? Okay. So, um, take, take us through that. How's your family enjoying it? How, how is your sons enjoying your new energy? And, uh, uh, yeah, they're, they, they're, um, well, you know, with the things that have gone on in our family in the last couple of years, um, my kids are super, uh, worried about me all the time. Um, a lot of times Reed will come out to run club and scooter along because he doesn't want me to be alone. Beautiful. <laughs> you know, that's, he's that's a little a sweetheart. Point, yeah. He's yeah. a little sweetheart. So I think that they're worrying less because my energy's up and my attitude's more positive. Um, and you know, that's, you know, it's all, it's, it's been a good change. Very nice. And um, it's funny because you and I did a Facebook live recently and we talked about you, you're, you're taking less naps now. And your yeah. sister used to come over to pick you up for a run group and you'll be taking a nap and not come out. <laughs> right, you know? yeah. And so so that that aspect of your family is benefiting from the healthier you too. You know, you and your sister doing this together. Yeah, I'm, I'm like finding myself wishing I could take a nap and then being like, but I really, I really can't even take a nap. Like I could try to yeah. sleep right now, but the energy level is there, which usually never was like three thirty, four o'clock. Forget about it. Um, but right. now I'm like, you know, okay, what can I do from now until run club to stay busy? And that's what I do instead. And, and that and results in me showing up to run club and not missing it. So. Oh, that's if I can, if I can, you know, uh, Jen, what I like to do in my podcast is like set the mental picture. Like if my listeners can close their eyes, I like to take them, step-by-step step through things. And, and a lot of my feedback has been like, man, I felt like I was putting that puzzle together with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I felt like, I felt like, um, I was there the night before the race, as you talked about laying out your clothes. So right now, listeners, imagine as the coach, you're there, you're trying to motivate the run group to the, the, the 20 people that's there to go through the warm up. And you're looking around and you see people jogging in place and then you look out and there's one individual that's like half dogging it. Like they're, they're <laughs> like, you know, they, they're barely getting their legs up off the ground. You're telling them to do jumping jacks. Their fingers aren't touching. They're barely getting their, their, their arms above their head at all. That uh-huh. was Jen. That, that was, was me. Jen. But let, I admit but let it. Let me tell you. Over the last couple of weeks, this girl been explosive with those jumping jacks. She's been getting the yeah. knees up. I'm like, well, I can, you know, you can you can see the difference. Yeah. The one the one week it was like on a two. I think it was a Tuesday. You were like, all right, we're doing this dynamic workout, and I'm or a warm up, and I'm tr- I'm doing it, and I'm thinking I'm getting tired, and my legs hurting, and now I got to go do the run walk thing after this. This is gonna suck, right? I'm thinking that in my head. Yeah. I had one of the best runs that I had in a long time. And I was mm. so surprised at that. And then the Thursday came along. You're like, all right, we're going to try it without doing that. And I was like, you know what? I think the warm up really helped. So after I that, it. I was like, I guess I shouldn't have ass it anymore because it really did help. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. That, that, that helps me with the program too, you know? Um, so I appreciate that feedback. Now, let me ask you a question. Is there something that, um, anything that you are doing now that you could not do before, uh, joining a program or losing this weight? Um, well, well, just, just last night going, we, we ended up going three miles, which typically in the hour that we're there or whatever, sometimes it's 40 minutes or it's 50 minutes, whatever. I'm barely getting to two miles, occasionally a little over two miles. And we did three. And I was like, how did that happen? Because I, I felt like it was easy. 
So that, that to me showed that there's been growth there. And like, I'm looking forward to the, the 5K that I'm going to do on the 29th and just the, like, I'm not too concerned about my time, but just like how I feel getting through it. Like sometimes I get towards the end and I'm like, this has to be over. Like I'm done with this. Um, but like, getting, getting through the three miles and being like, I could probably go a little farther, you know, yeah. that's huge. That's huge for me. So, yeah. So, so there, there was uh, earlier in the podcast, we were talking about the run, walk, run, and I was talking about 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, and that's what you did last night, and that's yeah. how you, you did it with such consistency for 30 minutes, and you, you hit that three-mile marker, so congratulations to you on that. Um, is there any special events that you have coming up that you're working on? You just talked about, you just talked about that 5K, so uh, I know that's one of them. Um, let, let's talk about your, your business as a, uh, as an artist that helps, um, you have an art studio, uh, art, excuse me for my stuttering. You <laughs> teach people to do art sessions, art, and what, what kind of events that you have coming up? Yeah. So, um, my, my name is session arts. It used to be session art studio. I had a studio for three years and um, with everything going on in my personal life, I needed to like slow down. Um, I was doing like three or four classes a week on top of my regular job and kids and everything. Um, And that was just burning me out. So it was hard to do. It was sad to close down the studio. Um, And I had the crew there a couple of times for your meetings and things like that. And it, it was, it was a really great place. Like it was a happy place. Um, but unfortunately I had to close it down. So now I'm just going around wherever I can find a spot. So if you have a business or you have, um, a place that you want to do a class or a fundraiser, uh, I'm willing to come out. I have all the supplies. Um, right now I've been lucky enough to use a space at Risley square. So this weekend I have a class for kids um, it's from 1230 to 230. It's 20 bucks. All supplies are included. Um, it's a uh, painting watercolor and, and drawing with marker um, sea turtles. So that's always a, a fun subject for kids. And then next Friday, there's a painting for teenagers and adults. And that's like a fall themed painting. And then in October, there's going to be a workshop in Northfield, which I'm really excited about that because I just moved to Northfield. And it's nice to do something out that way and maybe get to know some more people um, in the neighborhood. So that's going to be great. Um, so, and that's at um, Cafe Europa in, uh, on Tilton Road, Northfield. Um, it's right where they have like Tiki Golf. And um, that's going to be from 1 to 3 on the 12th. Well, listen, guys, um, uh, please, uh, Jen include uh send me your website link so that i can include that in the show notes and uh so jen burke everybody she's down five pounds this week alone just by paying attention to her food choices she's excited about the september 29th 5k event and incorporating the run walk run okay we're all rooting for you jen um thanks for being on the show but before we let you go what can you say to our listeners who may be ready to start their journey tomorrow? Give them one piece of advice. Um, well, I would say find, if you're going to do the in, intermittent fasting, find your window and stick to it. Um, I, I do a, typically 11 to six. And um, it was hard at first to just like say, nope, windows closed. But if you stick to it, you're going to see the results. Um, so that's my advice. Say, say the 11 to 6, what, 11 p.m. to 6 p.m. the next day? Um, yeah, 11 a.m. So I'll have lunch at like 11 a.m. And then 6 p.m. is when I would cut it off. Okay, like so, so, so Jen is a, uh, so what's that, 16 hours? I think so, something like that. do the math in my head but guys maybe 17 okay so so what what she's talking about is closing her window so she you know we have windows you can be on a circadian rhythm fast like a 13 hour fast right you could be on a 16 8 
where you, you fast for 16 hours and you only eat in an eight hour window. And then some individuals are like uh, 20, a 20 hour window with a four hour eating window. Okay. So that's what she's talking about. She, she opens her fast at 11 AM and then she closes the kitchen as it were at 6 PM. And while she's watching Golden Girls, Lifetime, uh, thrillers, mm-hmm. old romantic, uh, black and white shows. That, movies, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And she get that taste for some Cheez-Its or something like that. She she's like, nope, nope. I'm going to bed. I'm just drinking some water. You know. Yeah. What, how do you how do you handle that at night? You know. I I have a big water uh, thing, and I just um, I'm friends with ice, ice and water. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's that's perfect. You know what I'm saying. And then you wake up in the morning and uh, you have your your cold brew and you keep it yeah. moving. And and uh, it took you a little bit. Again, guys, you don't have to start with a sixteen eight. You don't have to start with a twenty hours. You definitely ain't going to start with a twenty with a four hour window. Uh, so start with what you can. If it's only twelve hours, then then let's start there. I use the day one app. And uh, I just pressed the button before I used to do my fitness pal. And I used to have that, you know, calculate every single calorie I was eating. I don't do that anymore. You know what I mean? You guys join the Facebook accountability group. You'll see my big pictures of my plates of food and um, that I eat uh, in my window. So again, Jen, thank you so much for being on the show. Everybody have a great week. And uh, remember the best way to predict the future is to create it and create a great one with Jen and myself. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. That's our time for today. Thanks for listening to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can receive notifications when new episodes are available. Please share this with your family and friends on your favorite social media platforms. If you would like to become a supporter of our show by becoming a Patreon to make a contribution, please visit patreon.com slash coach All Patreons will be mentioned in future episodes. So shout out to Ed Brown, our first Patreon. Visit runtothebestyou.com to grab our free nutritional guide, sign up to one of our seven-day challenges, or to sign up to one of our online training programs for you to be ready for any 5k half marathon marathon it doesn't matter remember the best way to predict the future is to create it so create an amazing one my friends have a great week